0: And welcome everybody to episode 115 of the regression to the podcast. I'm your host Sean Moran. Joining me today is my good friend and my co-host Keegan Thompson. Keegan, how you doing, man?
1: I'm doing good, Sean. Every time I hear us say that we're over a hundred episodes, I kind of freak out a little bit. It, It feels like we kind of just started doing this and like a year ago we asked our guest that we have on today if he wanted to join us on like episode 50 or something here we are another 75 deep 65 deep i don't know the math right now but feels good feels good to be here feels good to talk with you guys chat some ball i'm ready to go
0: i love that i love the energy um i'm dead inside mark andrews in the arms of an angel we'll never forget you you were special On today's episode of the Regression to the Mean podcast, we're lucky enough to have a special guest. He was on last week. We're getting him again this week. We have the rotosurgeon himself, a.k.a. Kev Masurgeon, joining us for another week. Kev, how you doing, man?
2: This is not a fun evening. I, um, I'm actually, I, I wasn't looking forward to coming on this pod and talking fantasy because I didn't want to talk about, I didn't want to think about <laughs> fantasy tonight. I wanted to drink some tea, watch some Naruto Shippuden and turn my brain off. This is the last, no, no offense. I love talking to both of you, Keegan and Sean, but man, my fantasy season might be down the drain with Mark Andrews out for the year. This is, this is brutal.
0: It looked awful. It it looked awful the minute the injury happened, and then he got up and he starts walking, and then you're like, "Oh, it might not be Jover," uh, and and then all the Twitter doctors are like, "Extremely high uh, ankle sprain." You're like, "Okay, four to six weeks, maybe he's back," <laughs> and then John uh, John Harbaugh says he's likely done for the season, and now he just gets so to let's talk say about a the prayer for Mark. <laughs> the prayer.
2: I saw the injury. I I watched him fall and i was like oh he's concussed because i was like he hit his head on the ground he's calling for or like whatever people are calling over um doctors or whatever i'm like oh okay that sucks he's out this week maybe next week and the buys week 13 i'm like i'm doing the the in-game cope i'm I'm, I'm like talking (laughs) myself off the ledge while it's going on i'm like i'm ignoring everything on twitter i'm like "Eh," it's like you know those docs are full of crap you know, I'm the rotosurgeon at the end of the day, like, I, I'll trust my gut on this one. No, I was completely wrong, obviously. I didn't see his leg bend at, like, a 90-degree angle underneath him, and I it, it didn't look that severe, but obviously it was, and now we're all sad.
0: It it reminded me of Jerry Judy when he had that high ankle sprain. Yeah, I think was it 2020 or 2021. He came out. I think his sophomore year, and uh, he had to get the card out. And it was like, oh, he'll be back in like two months. It's like with an ankle sprain. Uh but yeah, Mark Andrews is done for the year. But I think it lagged out. But Kev, it was it was a big week for you. Sydney Sweeney on the timeline. Like, oh, all, she's always on the timeline all week. Yeah, for <laughs> <laughs> she got multiple movies out. So I, I know you. That's I know you said you're under the weather this week, but. I think that's a nice pick me up for you, dude. So I'm happy for. Is you.
2: it though? She's she's clapping Ben Glenn Powell's cheeks, and I, you know, we're we're getting a lot of we're getting a lot of lovey dovey. And I know they're trying to sell the rom com. You know, to be in those shoes would be swell, but uh, alas, nevertheless, we persist. Um, you know, you don't like seeing your woman in the in the arms of another man, and especially yeah, not. Yeah. You know, of flaunting. Goose, of the Iceman. The Iceman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hangman. You know, respect, Hangman. Yeah, respect whatever. Top Gun yeah, Maverick. Respect, um, uh, sorry, Maverick. Yeah, no. I, it, it's definitely not my week. Let's just say that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and uh, on today's episode, we're going to do the opposite of clapping cheeks. We're going to talk week 11 of <laughs> running back rankings. The exact opposite of that. Of... Um, We are lucky enough again for Kev to join us. Kev, before we dive in, where can the people find you?
2: Uh, Twitter at Rotosurgeon. That's where all of the stream of consciousness, trains of thought, and all that good stuff goes. Most of my fantasy analysis actually is just on Twitter. But I also do have the Patreon, uh, Rotosurgeon. You can find me through there and uh, the Operating Room podcast where... You know, I occasionally do spit some words as well, but it's been kind of rough this past month just because, like, I run out of ideas. I'm like, how many start sits and freaking uh, buy low sell highs can I do in the middle of the fantasy season? It's a lot more fun in the preseason, I will say.
0: It's a lot more fun, but that's why you have to make four episodes a week, Kev, because that's what we do. Yeah, shout here. out regression. I mean, you guys, you
2: guys grind, and I, 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 res- I respect anyone who does the the daily grind. It's just like my mental capacity is kaput.
1: A lot easier when there's three of us, you know, because yeah, yeah, like yeah. me, Aiden, and Sean can all split up duties. But yeah, preseason's a lot, a lot better. You know, you haven't been hurt yet. There's no season-ending injuries. Yeah. All the guys you're high on have not disappointed you. But we're here, week eleven. Talking some running backs, we've got a star in the making back in the lineup. Savon on HN this week. I'm curious to see how aggressive we all are on these rankings. Kev, I told Sean, I took my own shot at making some rankings as well, too. So I know you've got rankings. Sean's got rankings. Mine will probably be atrocious, but we've oh, got three it. to compare here. No
0: ranking shame. No ranking shame. You actually no went through the exercise and <laughs> did it. All right. You know. You know how hard it is to do, but this is going to be a lot of fun. We've all ranked these running backs. I'm going to pull up my rankings. I'm going to go tier by tier. I'm, I've am i gone the top 40 running backs for this week. I'm going to stop at each tier. I'm going to consult these guys, get their opinions. I might be moving guys up and down. As always, you can find these rankings in the notes of the episode description. But before we dive into running back rankings for week 11, we want to thank you for supporting the Regression of the Mean podcast we appreciate you for listening, spending two to three hours of your week here. We appreciate you for being a part of the mead team. If you haven't had the chance, we'd love it if you could go ahead, hit the subscribe button, like this video, and drop any questions that you may have in the comments below. We're marching towards our goal of 1,000 subscribers before the end of the season, and uh, we appreciate you for tagging along. All right, Week 11 running backs, the return of Devin A. Chain. We're this far in the season. We're finally getting his name right. Okay. I think there is a clear top two running backs this week that are living in their own tier. I've got it as Christian McCaffrey and Austin Eckler. Do you guys have these as your one two? Who are you ranking yeah. at running back one this week?
2: I have Eckler and then CMC, but it's it, it just the matchup, I guess. Like Green Bay is one of the worst run defenses, and yeah. Tampa Bay is actually decent, but like CMC, CMC, and he's in the SF offense. So he's still like top, whatever every week
1: I've got CMC and then Eckler cool I feel like the clear cuts one and two yeah no notes on them just one and two should be one and two and that's where I'm at Eckler seems positioned to go
0: absolutely bananas down the stretch here with Mike Williams out yeah. banged up Gerald Everett it seems like Justin Herbert's just going to start checking it down to Eckler again if he can start catching the ball I don't know why he, he's struggling catching the ball but just his his goal line work plus pass catching role is about as elite as you're going to get. And then CMC just takes all of the points in the Niners offense. <laughs> so um, it's just, it's just a miracle. Okay. The next tier that I have here is Jameer Gibbs at three and Travis Etienne at four. That's about it. I, I, I've got them here in their own mini tier. Um, Gibbs facing off against Chicago has a good run D. I think the David Montgomery revenge game is very much in play here against Chicago uh, last week, Jameer Gibbs was on the podcast with Amador St. Brown and highlighted how David Montgomery was supposed to get a goal line touch and Demont subbed himself out so Gibbs could get the goal line carry. I actually, played Keegan and won that game by six points. And he had Montgomery and I had Gibbs. So shout out David Montgomery. We appreciate you seriously. You're my dog for real, for real. Um, I'll I'll stop here with the Gibbs ETN tier. Do you guys have anyone above those guys? Any questions again on? I'd say Gibbs' usage this week against a pretty stout Chicago front.
2: Um, I'd like to say real quick, how do you have him at three? How How'd you get there?
0: With Jameer Gibbs?
2: Yeah. I, I mean, I have ETN at three, so it's not like I have the next guy that far. It's just like Gibbs, you know, being a, you know, he, he's still in that time share with Montgomery. Like you said, it might be the Montgomery game with the revenge game in Chicago. But like Chicago's Rundy is like borderline elite. Like it's, it's like very good and also you know he is not a workhorse anymore with Montgomery there and like you said he wasn't going to get that goal line touch if not for Montgomery just being like hey it's yours this one's yours and they gave like every other one to Montgomery so I don't know how you got the three but I'm ECR not
0: had him at four ECR had him at four when I pulled this and number one running back usage number one points per game output Demont comes back and he still scores 28 fantasy points. I just, I feel like it's hard to not get super bullish on him. I don't I don't know. Uh,
2: Again, yeah, that defense, that Chargers defense, the run defense is like miserable. It's bad. So like, yeah. it, it's like the worst or like one of the worst. They have like no nose tackle. They they run out like three defensive ends every game <laughs> in, and like one defensive tackle who's like undersized. So, or like Austin Johnson was like terrible too. So it's like it, your fate and uh, what is it? uh eric kendrick's can't run what a, that was just an awful matchup uh, for a run defense versus a running game the bears especially with montez sweat who's like one of the best edge defenders yeah, against the run
0: he's good against the run
2: very good and then tremaine edmonds and all that i i wouldn't have gives at three i, I haven't been the it. teens i haven't been I the
1: respect teens.
0: It. wow teens? Oh, i'm, yeah, I, I'm not
1: th- i'm not at three i have them outside of this here but i have them at five I have him at five, a little out of this tier, but I'm pretty aggressive on it as well, too, based off the game I watched last week. I mean, even with David Montgomery in the lineup, he was still third, only behind CMC and Christian McCaffrey last week and expected fantasy points. So he was just, he's kind of had this it factor to him when I watch him. I feel like the way their line moves people off the ball right now, like obviously it's a very bad defensive line they played last week, but. They're mowing people down on that offensive line. I feel like the run game is going to be set up well for the rest of the year, so I got pretty aggressive on Jameer Gibbs, but I still have him at five.
2: Yeah, I mean, he had, what, 17 touches? Five, so could have been a total of 19 if he got both targets. But two touchdowns, it's it just like, I I don't see that. Like, maybe he scores one. Like, he, I think he'll have a good game as a receiver, but as a rusher. That's the key.
0: That's the key. Yeah. And is that's he going to get key. the
2: goal line touch? I don't know. No. Is he going to convert it? I don't know. Like Maybe
0: Monty's, Monty's nice again. No way. <laughs> Monty's going to go crazy against his old team. That's why and I that's had the Monty thing, too. four spots ahead of expert consensus rankings.
2: That's the thing with Monty, too. It's like that was his first game back from a rib injury, and he went off. He's, you know, he's much he, like, yes. He's probably he's healthier. Good. Like, he's really He's good. very good. Yeah, so, like, he's really good player. Like, I have them very close. I'm going to have them very close every week. But, like, I'm going to have them borderline, you know, outside. I'm going to have them both outside the top five because they're going to siphon from each other. They can both be awesome in, like, matchups against the Chargers, but against the Bears, who I know Bears are a joke. But they're sixth in Rush DVOA and, like, only getting better.
1: I feel like that's a fair take to have them right next to each other because I don't have them next to each other. And I could probably move... Gibbs down but I feel like maybe they should just be back to back honestly on a weekend week basis until I see somebody get some extra work I knew my five spot was aggressive three is is most definitely more aggressive than that. I mean, ECR has four. ECR's got
0: him at four. The last time I pulled this, I did the the whole one forty consensus. So they can be wrong. It's yeah, not like they ECR's they ever can't.
2: been. Right. They're not right every week. You, you know, are that's... ECR,
0: Kev. Yeah, Kev. They take you your rankings ECR. into there. They're part uh, of that. Yeah. Unless it's, yeah. when I, unless when it's tight do, ends. When I do the top twenty <laughs> rankings, I see the Roto surgeons. So yeah, ECR's yeah. I'm like, wait a minute,
2: wrong. You are ECR. Uh, <laughs> it is funny. I, I actually got worse in tight ends speaking of from this last week so i even dropped i don't know how so i don't know move on move on from jameer Gibbs. That's, uh, that's my fault
0: the next tier that i've got here is just this weird tier i don't know what to do with his josh jacobs Brees hall and javante williams uh josh william josh jacobs just from continues to be well he looks a lot better now at this new antonio pierce offense but it's like a high usage lower efficiency type player Uh, Brees Hall is somebody that I have to rank in the top six or seven based off talent and usage, but I just find it really hard to get excited about his offensive line and Zach Wilson. I've got Javante pretty aggressive here. Minnesota is against the run, has been middle of the pack over the last four weeks. Javante has really assumed this clear workhorse role, and he catches a ton of passes over the past month sixth in expected fantasy points per game, ninth in fantasy points per game. I feel pretty confident about moving him up the ranks this week because I've moved some of the bigger names down the ranks based off of usage and role. So I'll pause here at the Jacobs, Hall, and Javante tier. Uh, What do you guys think?
1: I'm up on Jacobs like further than that. I have him above Jameer Gibbs at four, actually, just based off the usage they're getting with – AOC playing quarterback and Antonio Pierce being the coach I mean 27 carries last week he finally goes over 100 yards gets 127 total from scrimmage and I mean if he's gonna get 20 plus touches like that it's hard for me not the only problem I have with being this aggressive on him is if Miami happens to blow them out like if this yeah. isn't a close game it could be a very dangerous idea to have him rank so highly but I feel like If this is the Jacobs we saw last year and just getting that volume of touches, like eventually he just hits home. He's kind of like a battering ram, right? If he gets hot and he just keeps running hot, he'll beat a team down on the ground. So I'm just going to stick with the hot hand. That's why I have him ranked so high this week. Also, Miami's like middle of the road in adjusted fantasy points against to running backs. I think they're like 18th right now. So it's a decent matchup as well, but they just can't get blown out.
2: I think Miami's defense as a whole is going to look better with Ramsey back week over week. So that should probably adjust because they're not like, you know, overcompensating on the edges or whatever. Um, I think they have looked better against the run recently, too, when he did. He did return already. So um, it's neither here nor there. I have Jacobs at like seven just based off usage. But at the same time, like you mentioned, with a potential blowout that's fully in play. Um, I don't know what Aiden O'Connell is going to look like playing from 20 to 30 points behind. I don't know if Jacobs is going to be on the field in the second half. If he is, it might be Amir Abdullah. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to be a little, I'm going to temper expectations, but like, you know, he should still get like 20 touches. It's just, do they get into the red zone with this offense? And are they just going to be throwing in the second half? So we'll see. Um, I don't have Brees. I have Brees Hall in the teens as well. Um, Buffalo's defense is, you know, solid. It's not great, but the Jets offense looks miserable. Uh, I don't think i could trust them at all going into buffalo and Brees has looked not great recently the last like three four weeks he's averaging like what like two and a half yards of carry and then like all his all his productions coming in the air um i i don't trust Brees hall right now i'm not gonna say i trust like anybody else like dalvin cook either but yeah i have him in the teens like you can't play him this high
1: Yeah, I didn't know where to rank Brees this week. Like I want to have, I almost have him like floating. I I feel like because of just looking at the rest of the guys on the list of running backs, I, I feel like maybe he could still be a top 10 play, but he has not, like Kevin's been saying, it has not been pretty. But I mean, Michael Carter played on like 15 passing downs the week before. He's usually getting 10 plus passing down works. And now he's no longer a part of the team. I think that's not going to go all to Brees, but he should get a little bit more involved in the passing game with Michael Carter out. They also sub him out in two minute drills. Like the usage for Brees has been really puzzling, but riding what he did to the bills, like in the beginning of the year, hit a couple home runs, you know, went for 127 yards in the season opener. Maybe we see it again. I, I think the bills, you know, I think uh, it's adjust just, they're adjusted fantasy points again. So like 22nd. So a little bit towards the bottom. I feel like it's a good matchup, but yeah, Kev's right. It hasn't been pretty for Brees, so I honestly don't know where he fits. But I think part of my brain tells me he still has to be somewhere in the top ten.
2: Yeah, I think going to be
1: score touchdowns. So it's hard. Yeah, that's the so, thing.
2: Uh, it just the upside is so low in that offense. It just like he's still great because he yeah, as he a is whole, great. like he the player is still good. It just the offense does not allow him to be excelling. And then Cook probably plays more. Like they, he they're does. probably going to play Cook. Like he's looked better too.
0: He has pass game in the past game in particular. So moving on to the yeah. next tier here, and one of the guys here that that I've it's it's just probably one of the more exciting tiers. Uh, running back That's, eight through twelve. At running back eight, mm-hmm. I have Devon, Achan. Running back nine, Aaron Jones. Running back ten, David Montgomery. Running back eleven, Derrick Henry, and running back twelve, Raheem Mostert. So I've got. Achan, five spots ahead of expert consensus rankings. Super aggressive but he's going up against a bottom five run defense. He's an unreal talent. He was averaging 25 fantasy points per game before he got hurt. I do expect Raheem Mostert, who I have at running back 12, to be running well coming out of the bye and I expect him to see the majority of the touches but I still think Achan's home run hitting ability, I want to be aggressive and, and rank him higher. What do you guys think about Miami's Running back rotation coming out of the bye with A. Chan healthy.
2: Um, I made the mistake of having Keaton Mitchell too high. I still had him below Gus Edwards, but it's just like those home run hitter types. You do need the volume at the end of the day, and coming off an MCL sprain, um, it doesn't matter the matchup because I mean the Raiders and Bengals are pretty close in run defense. They're both awful, so I think I'm going to temper expectations. Obviously, he is going to regress his yards per carry and you know touchdowns per touch and whatnot. So. I'm, I'm going to be, I have a chain in the, in the teens, like the high teens, but I have a Mostert in the top 10, I think at eight right now. Cause he is still the workhorse. He's still the guy.
1: I'm, I'm very, very, very aggressive. Shocker. With A-chain this Shocker. <laughs> Shocker. Yeah. Yeah. The Homer pick. Uh, no, I, I like the matchup, like you said, Sean, but I also have Raheem Mostert, like at 11 outside of the top 10 as well too. I think both of them can hit home this week. It's a, it's not a great defense. Against the run. so
0: Very bad. If I was ranking with my brain, it would probably be Mostert at 8 and A-Chan at 12, but I went with my heart, so I, yeah. I went with A-Chan at 8. My fantasy Aaron- teams need that. <laughs> yeah, my yeah. yeah teams I ranked based on what my fantasy teams need, essentially. Aaron Jones could easily be a top five play this week, though, against that Chargers front. Yes. His usage is great. Uh, that offense is starting to show a little bit of signs of life. I, I was pretty impressed with how they played Pittsburgh last week. It's not pretty, but at least they were able to move the ball, and Jones is starting to look a lot healthier coming off the hamstring. And I think you could rank Derrick Henry higher, too. He's playing an AFC South team in November. Uh, his usage has been pretty solid, running back 13 usage over the past month. Ty is always lurking, but the Jacksonville run defense has given up 27 fantasy points per game to running backs. So I think I, I think we could see kind of a throwback older running back week. I mean, we already saw Joe Mixon go off tonight or just some of these older guys are just going to ape shit this week.
2: Yeah, I'm pretty pissed about that Joe Mixon game. Um I had him at like <laughs> RB27 cuz I didn't think the Bengals offense could do much against the Ravens even with Joe Burrow under center but like he scored the cheapy touchdown and he was just like the entire offense with like Burrow out. Check so. down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just down check below. down. Charlie. I I I thought it would be Boyd or like Chase on some cheap like, it was literally all Mixon. I'm still extremely mad about that, but that's neither here nor there. Um I don't think uh, I'm going to have Henry quite high because the Jaguars run defense, even though they got like obliterated last week by the 49ers, they're still like third in DVOA against the rush. So uh, the the Will Levis led offense, I'm not going to believe is quite there yet. Tyje Spears is still playing a lot and he's playing on like passing downs too. And I think the Jaguars offense does take a step up this week against a terrible Tennessee Titans pass defense. So I don't know how much Henry we see.
1: Yeah, I, I took that into the consideration as well, too. Like, the Tennessee run defense being good. I, like, I have Travis Etienne, like, at a, and I have Derrick Henry at 21 because I think, one, Travis Etienne is going to have a tough matchup. But Trevor Lawrence has a chance to get right And like, this pass-funnel defense that it's kind of been all year. And if that offense can stay on the field, like, I don't see Tennessee getting in a rhythm with Will Levis. and. You know, Derrick Henry used to be able to face a loaded box and take it to the house, and I don't know if that's the same thing this season yeah. quite as much. And, yeah, the Tajay Spears involvement. Like I, I have, like I said, Henry all the way at 21 here. I still think he gets has a good fantasy day, but I don't see him going off. I, I feel like this is an opportunity for Jacksonville to, like, make a statement. Like, hey, we're still okay. <laughs> we're, yeah, we're not Key, the bad team.
2: Arden Key was talking shit. He's like, Trevor can't play past his first read. And I'm like, oh, they're screwed. There's so- like, it's going to be, you know, this isn't the wide receiver episode, but I think it's going to be like the Calvin Ridley goes off and it's the FU Jacksonville is still good week after getting blown out by SF. So, um, yeah, I, I have, I have Henry at 18 though. Like he- he'll be fine. I think he's fine. It's just, I don't see the, the big upside like usual.
0: I'm riding with the big dog, but I get it. It's the Will Levis shit and prod. Uh, <laughs> the odd offense did not look good against Tampa. Uh, Running backs 13 through 18 here. Uh, Joe Mixon, who we mentioned, I had him at running back 13. Kenneth Walker at running back 14. Saquon Barkley running back 15. DeAndre Swift running back 16. Tony Pollard running back 17. Uh, And running back 18, my guy, the man, the myth, Rashad Rashad White. Um, Love you, Uh, (laughs) Rashad. You changed my life. I'm literally Rashad White. Uh, Okay, so this tier has a ton of fallers. Um, and I, I bet you I'm going to get some some looks here on this tier. So I've got Kenneth Walker down three spots against expert consensus ranking. Saquon minus five spots against expert consensus ranking. DeAndre Swift minus nine. And Tony Pollard minus nine. I'm probably going to regret this Tony. I mean, the DeAndre Swift one the most. Kay- Casey has not been elite against running backs. Just Swift's usage... And his fantasy points per game have really tailed off over the past month, 18th in yeah. usage, 25th in PPG. And he gets no goal line touches. All of that. He's he's like the Lamar Jackson of running backs and Gus Edwards is the Jalen Hurts. Just Jalen Hurts steals all the fantasy points. They all go to him. It's just really hard to be a running back and hit home. He's going to have to catch a ton of passes or this game needs to be super high scoring. So I've got him minus nine spots. And then Pollard. I, I don't get how people continue to rank him as a top 10 running back each week. He, I don't get it. He doesn't catch the I ball have... and he doesn't score touchdowns and they just run him up the tackles. I don't, he has the 21 usage and the 44 production at running back. I know he's a positive regression candidate and he's even going to stumble in the end zone. But even if he regresses positively, he's not catching enough passes here to be a top 10 back weekly. And why, it why breaks not, my heart.
2: <laughs> why not have him to, at four like me? Because <sighs> Carolina is just God. that bad.
0: They're <laughs> yeah, that they've bad. They've cleaned uh, it up. They've cleaned up their run defense. <laughs> no, so they, they haven't. With Frankie, with they Frankie gave up Luvu a shit
2: Frankie Louvu, come on. Don't Frankie Luvu me. <laughs> Like they just gave up what like sixteen points to Deontay Foreman? Like, come on! Like, let's let's be real. That was like a this,
0: that was oh that was Thursday night. But that they was gave literally up this past points. week. They, yeah, they gave Their up. Their points to is
2: not good.
1: Deontay Foreman. They lost Shaq Thompson Kev, early in the year. What's up? I've got him at seven. I've there got Pollard go. at seven, he's, top he's, ten. Even if this is a blowout, he should yeah. have enough points going into the second half that I think he's a top ten player. He's he playing
2: guys. 70% of the snaps. He just sucks, but, like, you could suck and play the Carolina run defense <laughs> to be okay. Like, it doesn't matter. If it he's doesn't
0: still happen this week, guys,
1: it is oh, so then. over.
2: It is it's, over. It's over. as jover as it gets. Ugh,
1: yes. Oh God. Um, who's some other guys that you talked about in this? Uh, oh. Kenneth Walker actually have at the same spot, uh, Sean, as you do. So... I'm at 14 there. I'm trying to think of who else to have like, some changes here. Sa- Saquon is,
0: is absurd. The the Saquon
1: is uh, – I don't even want
0: to talk about it. Sorry, my I, dog's playing with a chew toy. I don't know if you guys Text. can hear that. You're good. <laughs> Text, yeah.
1: um,
2: I, um, I have Kenneth Walker at seven, but that's just because I'm a Rams fan and I know the run defense and defense <laughs> – oh, no, I have him at six. I have him ahead of Jacobs, my bad. He had 20 touches last week, and they're probably going to win this game. Or at least be very close. Like it's going to be another game where he gets like eighteen to twenty-two touches or whatever, and he's their goal line back, and the offensive line is back healthy. I I don't know. I think Walker's a safe, very smart play against a shitty Rams team. And I don't know who else did you have? Swift. Swift I'm
1: I'm much have, much higher than you are on Swift. I've
2: met thirteen. It's just like yeah, he won't get the goal line touches, but Kansas City's run is terrible, and like they're coming off the bye, and he's playing like like to Pollard seventy percent of the snaps, so. It's just like he'll get like the touches and the yards and maybe he'll score.
1: Yeah, Chiefs are giving up like four point six yards a carry to running backs right now. Also, Nick Bolton out.
2: Our, also, a revenge uh, starter, game
1: starter. What's his name? Drew they passed on Tranquil. Him. They took oh, uh, Ceh. There I love a good revenge. They, they took
2: Ceh over him, so it's like an fu game for Swift.
1: Yeah, it, it's weird. Swift has been uh, underwhelming with the amount of usage he's gotten recently, but coming off a bye, established a run against Kansas City, trying to control the pace. Like I, I like Swift as a, as a high end RB1 Juergen, for me.
2: Cam Juergens is back. Uh, there's a lot to like about uh, this offense.
1: If he scores, and a also, oh, touchdown, Hertz, He's going
0: to hit home.
2: Hertz has the knee injury, too, so uh, they might not tush push as much as usual. Wow. That'd be Might swift push
1: this week. That'd swift push. Be insane.
2: I, or look, just in general, like a, a two yard rush from him. They don't the, even do the that. Swift shove. Yeah, whatever. Uh, I'm at 13. I have a, a crazy high.
0: Rashad White, running back, four in points per game over <laughs> the last month, fifth in usage. Tough matchup. They are 12 point underdogs on the road. Uh, he's going to have to catch eight passes probably to hit home. The <laughs> yeah, I next... think that's tough. Yeah. Yeah, dude. The next tier I have, it's kind of, kind of. I'm gonna lump it together here. I think it, I've got Devin single here, Singletary here at running back twenty. Brian Robinson running back twenty one. James Conner running back twenty two. Jerome Ford twenty three. James Cook twenty four. Pacheco twenty five. Kareem Hunt twenty six. Not a ton of movement here in this range. I like Devin Singletary. Kev, you called Singletary last week when we talked about running backs. <laughs> you did. Do, you, do were you want all me to? Over
2: that. Do you want me to recall him?
0: You gonna recall it? Let's see it. What do you like you gonna recall him saying he won't do it again or are you gonna say oh, no. he's gonna go off again?
2: I have him at RB five. I don't think Pierce is gonna play first <laughs> off.
0: I don't think he's gonna play he's, I don't
1: think he is either. He I had have
2: him at sixteen, t- t- so he had thirty one touches.
0: Yeah, he and he looked good, dude. As the game went <laughs> along, they looked their run game looked much better as the game went along. He
2: is good. Like Singletary, like I know he's he's annoying, but he's good. Like he's a good running well, not good good. This is also like, the, he's the highest total on the week currently.
1: Yeah, it is. Like, 47 and a half point yeah. total in a week.
2: Houston's O-line is like borderline elite. Uh, They they got like most of their pieces back. I know they were injured for parts of the season and like, yeah, he had the dud against Tampa Bay where he was the workhorse, but Tampa Bay's run defense is like top seven and I think they got Fita Vea back just for that game. Uh, I, I have Singletary top five just because like the usage is going to be there. I think the matchup is going to be close enough if not Houston blowing out, not blowing out, but like having a lead over Arizona. Um. Yeah, it should be another single Terry game, honestly.
0: And then I don't know your like James that. Cook with Ken Dorsey fired. Is this good for James Cook? Is it bad for James Cook? That's a I've got him at twenty five. Yeah, what are you going to do with him? Where do you put him?
2: Twenty two. I have him like him and Barkley back to back. It's just like, do I want Saquon Barkley, the workhorse in a terrible offense, facing a very stout interior offensive, uh, inferior defensive line? Or do I want James Cook, who's you know good at football, but also like doesn't get goal line touches against a solid defense, but like average against the run defense? I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. It just it's an annoying
1: tier. And then Brian Robinson is somebody I have. I'm honestly I'm all the way up at thirteen with Brian. I'm at ten. We're talking about the shit. Yeah, we're talking about the RB four in fantasy football right now against a terrible Giants defense right now. So. Guy's been getting really good usage. They're lighting it up. He's also super involved in the pass game right now and looking really good as a receiver. Who would have thought that maybe a running back is good? He just needed to recover from getting shot, you know. <laughs> yeah. We're like a, a full year and a half past that, and he he looks like what I thought Brian Robinson was going to be before he yeah. took a couple bullets in the leg.
2: I didn't think cool. he was this good. I think I had him RB five in his class, maybe RB five, RB six, somewhere in that range, but like he's been like awesome recently spent like 119 yards against Seattle's defense and a touchdown as a receiver insane. The last game he had against the giants, like they disappointed. They only scored seven points, but I think, you know, the tie rod factor, like he can extend drives. Uh, A lot of clock gets burned. I don't think that's going to be the case with Tommy DeVito or Matt Barkley or whoever's under center this week. Um, My guess is Washington has a a lot more plays under their belt this week. Um, The defense for the giants is a lot weaker without Leonard Williams. So um, yeah, I'm I'm back on the Brian Robinson bus.
1: Nine and a half point favorites too. Good game yeah. script for Washington. Antonio Gibson hasn't been practicing this week.
0: I I might have to move him up. I, I just he's he's a negative regression candidate. He's been hitting home with some big plays. Um, yeah. maybe that stabilizes over the course of this.
2: Four one. yards for carry though, as a rusher at least. It's not like he's hitting it there. So yeah, you know, if he gets the touches, he'll be fine.
0: Next tier guys that I have here. Jalen Warren, running back 27, Najee Harris, running back 28, Ty Chandler, running back 29, Gus Edwards, 30, Keaton Mitchell, 31, Daryl Henderson, 32. I think the two guys in this range are Warren and Harris. Uh, Everyone's pumping up Jalen Warren. It's big Warren on Twitter right now, but Harris has just been awesome too. (laughs) Really good usage, really good production. Uh, Warren's getting home with bigger splash plays and looking more explosive, uh they definitely eat into each other's ceiling but i think they've kind of unlocked something with this run game considering how bad Kenny Pickett is but rough matchup this week against Cleveland this might be the lowest scoring game on the slate so i just don't know how you get super excited about starting either of these guys this week
2: i have warren over harris as well but it's like i have harris in like the 30s like 33 just cuz it's like cleveland's defense is very good and warren's like the pass catching back so i have him at like 29 they're both just not great plays
1: yeah i have harris at 27 i've Warren at 29 harris's usage has been pretty good and he's like basically playing up to his exact usage the thing with cleveland is they look like a scary matchup and they are but no deshaun no pj walker rookie dorian thompson robinson this is kind of a similar such scenario i was talking about with will levis in tennessee like how does your offense stay in a rhythm with rookie quarterback and then your defense is on the field constantly like you can only play i see this with the jets every week You can only play so many good defensive drives, and while the matchup on paper, I think, looks bad, I think it's still an opportunity for Najee and Jalen Warren to play well. Now, I'm not saying like they're great plays. I have them 27 and 29, respectively, but I still, I think it's gonna be a game where Cleveland's defense just gets worn out. They're gonna be on the field a lot, and Pittsburgh's defense looks a bit better, and they're kind of picking up things, so.
2: Yes and no, because my guess is uh, Cleveland's very run-heavy, and they're running because their strength, obviously, and Pittsburgh's run- defense, their weakness is the run defense. Yeah. They're, like, middle of the pack. So I think Cleveland can sustain drives without scoring. So it could be, like, a very annoying game, and it's going to be because, obviously, the total is so low. It's going to be low score. Um, yeah, that game's going to be a it's, bummer.
1: It's going to so, be a nightmare. I,
2: just, I think, like, for anybody, it's just, like, best to avoid those two. But, like, Warren over Najee, if need be.
0: I I agree. And something too with Daryl Henderson, no one's talking about him coming out of the bye. We're one week away from Kyron coming back. It's a great matchup against Seattle. And the usage has been there. So I don't think I get super pumped to start Henderson, but in a in a you're in a tough situation
1: with injuries. Um I kinda like Henderson this week against Seattle. Stafford's back. Like it's a better offensive environment for the Rams. Seattle's been like fifth worst against fantasy running backs this year. It's not great, but Leonard Williams is a great run stopper. You know, he, he's a really good run defender. You know, they've added him to that. I don't know how much of a difference that makes, but they've got of Henderson they've right gotten worse. in between.
0: Last month they are uh, the bottom they're the worst uh, defense against the run for fantasy points. And, yeah.
2: and they were like actually top 10 to start the to season. Start. So it's like funny how things shift so quick. But uh, yeah, Henderson's weird. Him and Royce Freeman, like they're not that far off in touches and like Freeman yeah. had a touchdown 2 weeks ago or like 2 games ago for them. Uh, they played Green Bay, and I know it was Brett Ripien, but Henderson looked awful. He had, like, what, like, 35 yards or something on 12 touches. That wasn't great. He's only I deleted kind of that involved. game from
0: my brain. I just he's only,
2: they played that. <laughs> yeah. He's only kind of involved as a pass catching back because that's not what the Rams really want to do unless, like, you're really good at it. You're mostly just blocking for Stafford because the O-line's not good. And, like, Stafford, we don't really know how he's going to look with, like, an injured thumb and, like, everything else is broken in him and... I don't know I I think it's I think it's a gross offense and uh, my guess is even though the spread's really close I don't know why I still think Seattle like blows them out or they should at least even though McVay has their number
0: dude I I maybe I'm just I hate the fraud hawks but I kind of I think the Rams are no bias no bias hashtag no bias uh the last tier of guys that I have here please don't start any of these guys but uh running back 33 Chuba 34 Gibson 35 Dylan. 36 Foreman, 37 Herbert, 38 Tyje, 39 Roy Streeman, 40th Kenny Gainwell. If I had to pick one from this tier that I like, A.J. Dillon, if I had to pick one. Uh, He's
2: playing half the snaps. He's playing yeah. 50% like every week. 33, 30,
0: 30, uh, running back 33 in usage, running back 35 in production. So you might stumble into a touchdown if you uh, have to start A.J. Dillon.
2: How about a take? Can I Can I get a take off here?
0: This is... I'd love a take. This is your opportunity,
1: Kev. Let it rip.
2: AJ Dillon, A.J. Dillon over Najee Harris this week.
1: Honestly, I could see it happening. I don't hate it.
2: That's how bad the Chargers been, run defense is. I really don't hate the, it. the testament.
1: I'll, I'll add something here, Sean. At my 40th running back in the week, I act, and TP owners are going to hate this, I have Rico Dowell, number 40. We talked about how good of an opportunity it is for Tony Pollard to go crazy and get back into RB1 status, but, like, second half could be completely up for grabs for Rico Dapple. too. There could be a lot of usage. I'm not saying you can start him, but if you're in a pinch in a really deep league, like, there's worse things you could do out there. Yeah. I just I got him inside. at 32. That's solid. I like, I mean, inside. they could both eat.
2: It could just be, be a good. very run-heavy game for Dallas.
0: Uh, But Mike McCarthy said they're not going to force-feed anyone for your fantasy team. Dude, 40% of the touches have been going to CeeDee Lamb. What are you talking yeah. about? I don't... <laughs>
1: Dude's built. No complaints, O'Carthy. We're we're getting exactly what we need.
0: Uh, Before we jump, guys, thoughts on Ty Chandler? I know we didn't touch on him. Do we think he does anything
1: in a starter's role
2: for me? If Madison, I have him
1: at twenty-four. Yeah. Okay. One week, smash spot start against Denver. He only Mm -hmm. saw fourteen carries on just twenty-nine snaps, but he also had forty-two yards and a touchdown. Came out of the Wildcat and scored broncos 32nd and success rate 50 percent and 31st and adjusted fantasy points allowed so it's a good matchup i feel like if there's yeah. a week you could start him, it's it's this one
2: yeah
0: yeah i'll leave it at that their run game's not that good but if madison doesn't play he's gonna see like 20 touches so yeah uh, it, it'd be a you could start worse opportunities than ty chandler all right, that's it for running backs this week. Fellas, anything else before we jump? That was always a pleasure. All righty. All right, a until next time, everybody. UK. We appreciate you for tuning in. Until next time.